Join us for lively discussion about the A-State community. Each week, we'll meet with a variety of faculty, staff, and students to discuss all things Arkansas State University. Live from the ASU TV studios in the School of Media and Journalism, this is A-State Connections. And this is A-State Connections on KASU and ASU-TV. I'm Jonathan Reeves, Academic Advisor for the School of Media and Journalism in the Department of Communication at Arkansas State. I love to talk about KASU. They're the public media service of Arkansas State University. KASU is known for its local involvement in the community through amazing concert series, from Monster Grooves in Newport to Bluegrass Monday in Paragould. KASU is truly the region's connection to music, news, arts, and views. In the second segment of the show, we're going to talk about the Arkansas Roots Music Festival, which is coming up. But in this first segment, we're going to talk about KASU specifically and something that's really cool that's coming to Arkansas. KASU's program director, Marty Scarborough, joins us today, and he is the host of the long-running show, Arkansas Roots, on KASU. Marty, thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you, Jonathan. So for people who don't know about KASU, maybe they're new to the area, tell us about KASU. Well, as you said, we're the uh, nonprofit public media service of Arkansas State University. We've been a presence on this campus since 1957. Uh, first of all, providing a lot of great opportunities for students to get some hands-on, real-world experience in radio broadcasting. But second, we serve the community a little bit differently than other radio stations in our area do. Our uh, longtime slogan for the radio station is your connection to music, news, arts, and views. And the music we feature are styles and genres of music that aren't being heard on other local radio stations. From classical music at night, uh, jazz music in the late night hours, uh, blues on Saturday nights, bluegrass on Sunday afternoons, and then a variety of other specialty music programs, KASU does that. We've also been a, a charter member, uh, founding member of uh, NPR. Uh, we've broadcast All Things Considered, their afternoon news program since that started back in the early 1970s. We also broadcast um, uh, Morning Edition, Weekend Edition, other NPR news programs, along with local uh, and regional newscasts and news programming as well. Uh, arts, a lot of our programs deal with the arts, talking about not only music, but uh, literature, uh, what's going on in, uh, in film. Uh, mm -hmm. other visual arts. And of course the views is that, you know, we have lots of programs that are simply discussions where we talk about a particular topic that's affecting our country, our nation, our world. And so that's kind of what KASU is about and what the content of what KASU provides. Another goal though is the outreach to the community. Oh, absolutely. And so yep. tell us about that. Well, as I said, we're the, uh, the public media service of Arkansas State University. And we recognize that for a lot of people in this community, we're their only contact with, with this institution, with Arkansas State University. So we try to reflect that and reflect the university positively in a variety of different ways. One is the long-running uh, A-State Connections program, which you've been a host of that in the past, which mm -hmm. kind of talks about what the university is doing to reach out into the community. But beyond that, we also talk about what the university does in terms of the theater department, the music department, the, the art department, other opportunities that the public, well, they may never be a student here, 
things that the university has to offer to them through special programs uh, and other events that the university uh, provides. Now, I know that uh, you, you all do a great job of being able to reach out to the community, but there are also ways that the public can also support the ways that what all the KASU is doing. Let's talk about some of those ways. Well, um, you know, as I said, we're the public media service of Arkansas State University. We derive a lot of our funding from uh, the university, but that's not the only source of revenue. And of course, unlike other radio stations, and that's what sets us apart too, we don't have commercial advertising. So KASU turns to listeners to ask for them to support the station financially. Mm -hmm. KASU in and of itself is a nonprofit organization, so people can make a tax-deductible donation to help support what we do, because again, we don't run commercial advertising. We have other local businesses and organizations and groups that underwrite programming. That's just basically they give us a particular a dollar amount, and we, we thank them on the air, acknowledging their gifts for, to KASU. Mm -hmm. And so those are some of the ways in which uh, the community can help KASU serve it even better. I know that you all have a spring drive that's going to be coming up here pretty soon. Yeah, April the 3rd is going to be our next on-air fundraiser, in which we're going to be pausing during our regular programming, just simply soliciting, asking listeners to, to make a donation so that sure. the programming that they've enjoyed on our airwaves at 91.9 and all of our streaming platforms so that, that can be continued to be funded. Yeah, but they can give any time at kasu.org. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so don't wait until April 3rd. You know, <laughs> right. Give now. Uh, one thing I want to talk about I think is really cool, kind of switching gears a little bit, is a statewide competition that's taking place, and NPR has a part in this. It's called the Tiny Desk Concerts. Tell us about this and how this started. Okay, well, there, there, there's two, actually multiple aspects to this. First of all, the NPR Tiny Desk Concerts. This is something that started about 15 years ago when NPR music correspondent Bob Boylan invited a band to come to NPR headquarters and play live in his cubicle, in his office. <laughs> and that, that's just kind of grown from there. And now what's become known as the Tiny Desk Concerts because literally their musicians crowded around his tiny desk in, in, in Washington. It's kind of become a, a phenomenon. Uh, they've been videotaping these and sharing them on YouTube and on social media. And uh, a lot of these have gone viral. Some of the biggest names in music have come to be a part of NPR's tiny desk concerts. Uh, among them, Usher, Sting. I watched a great one by the Indigo Girls the other day. I think the most uh, popular one ever has been T-Pain, who came on and actually proved that he can actually sing. Right. He <laughs> did that in, in NPR studios there. So that's the tiny desk concerts. Now, for the last several years, NPR has done a nationwide talent search for the best undiscovered musical talent, and they're calling those the Tiny Desk Contests. So this is what they do. They ask musicians, you've got to be 18 or older, to record yourself singing an original song behind a desk or have your desk somewhere there in the shot in the video. Mm -hmm. uh, you submit these, and then NPR chooses who they feel is the best undiscovered talent in all of music. Some of the people who've won this in the past have now gone on to be Grammy Award winners, to sign major record deals, and uh, it's just a great way to recognize that talent and the prize package on a national level includes, of course, playing your own Tiny Desk concert, uh, being featured on All Things Considered, and then touring the country on a tour sponsored by NPR. That's fantastic. And so Arkansas is part of this, is that right? Well, what KASU, along with the other two NPR stations in our state, KUAR in Little Rock and KUAF in Fayetteville is doing, is we're going to go through all of the Arkansas entrants into the Tiny Desk contest, 
pick what we call three Arkansas favorites. And then these three Arkansas musicians will be playing together at a special event to be held in Little Rock this fall. So we hope that's an extra incentive for Arkansas musicians particularly to enter into the Tiny Desk contest so that maybe they can win the national prize or they can become one of those Arkansas favorites. You know, that is a fantastic thing, a great opportunity. And we have such a wealth of talent. <laughs> and, and of course, people can listen to your show, Arkansas Roots, where you feature that. That's uh, every weekday at noon on KASU and also uh, throughout the weekend as well. Uh, but I mean, I could, um, I could just see a lot of people from around the area that could register or could enter into that and uh, they would do very well. Well, there's no particular style or genre. They even say we're not really that concerned about the technical quality. You know, it, didn't, it doesn't have to be a, a polished production. They're just looking for talent and the talent will shine through regardless of what the video or the audio quality sure. may be like. Right. And so tell us if people are interested in this, what can they do to be able to register and get involved in this? Well, first of all, uh, they can go to npr.org slash tiny desk contest. That's npr.org slash tiny desk contest. And there you'll find all the rules, regulations. You have to be 18 or older. It's got to be a reg uh, uh, an original song that you've never done before. And uh, at midnight on March the 14th, that's the deadline for you to upload your video and be considered to be part of the uh, entrance into the contest. So deadline March 14th. That's yes. coming up pretty quick. Yes, very quickly. Do you happen to know uh, like how many might be, you know, like how many entrants might be expected to, to, to go into this? Or? Honestly, it's it's definitely in the hundreds, probably in the thousands nationwide. Uh, there have been several dozen from Arkansas over past years. In fact, if you go to npr.org slash tiny desk contest, you can actually see the videos from past year's contest and you can sort them by state. So if you're curious, you can go on there and look and find some great uh, artists from right here in our state, or you can again, search it to any region of the United States. Now, if artists have been in this before, can they resubmit? I mean, can they do it again? Yes, absolutely. If you've not won before, you can always enter again, but one entrant per musician. Right, and so- Per year. And so people who couldn't be would be like people who are like on their own labels or those kinds of things. Exactly. They're looking for people that aren't signed to major record labels. And I think they also say that you can't have your own professional publicist promoting your music. That's another sure. thing that they limit that. They just want to, you know, what, what the talent is. You know, yeah. we, we got a tiny desk right here. <laughs> there you go. All we need is a guitar or something like that. <laughs> right. You'll be able to do that. We could have literally our own tiny desk concert like right here. And that's the thing is that it's something that anybody can do, especially, I mean, with the simplicity of, of, of your smartphone. You can make a video with your phone and upload that so easily. Yeah, people are doing that all the time anyway, so you've got an opportunity to be able to do that by March 14th. So just a great idea of how KASU is involved in these things and being able to talk about, I can only imagine if, if you, KUAF in Fayetteville and KUAR in Little Rock, if y'all have got like hundreds of them. It's going to take a little <laughs> bit to kind of go through. Do you all have a deadline as to when you need to have all that uh, done by or a way of having them judged? Well, again, what we'll do is simply look at all the Arkansas entrants that have been uploaded to the national contest by March 14th. Right, okay. And then a panel of judges from here in Arkansas will review just those Arkansas entrants to determine who the three Arkansas favorites will be. Fantastic. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Arkansas Roots Music Festival. KASU's Marty Scarborough is the Program Director of KASU Public Media. We'll continue the conversation after this quick timeout. We'll be right back after this. ASU TV. 
shows like Red Wolf Roundtable, ASU TV News, Westside Football, and more. Gain real life experience while doing what you love. Get involved with ASU TV today. Are you looking for an education that will take you places? At Arkansas State University, we're preparing students for success in today's ever-changing job market. With expert faculty and cutting-edge technology, we're creating an environment where students can thrive and reach their full potential. And with a diverse student body and a supportive community, you'll find plenty of options to get involved and make lifelong connections. Discover all that Arkansas State University has to offer. Apply today and start your journey to a brighter future. Red Wolf Radio is a student-led organization at Arkansas State University wanting to hear your takes on pop culture, music, the news, and college life. Just about anything you can think of. Located in the Education and Communications building on campus, we are always looking for more volunteers. So if you're an Arkansas State University student, no matter the major, and this is something that interests you, shoot us an email at redwolfradio at astate.edu. That's redwolfradio at astate.edu. Let them hear you how. At Arkansas State, we want you to go. Go where learning soars, takes flight, and rockets ahead. Go for experiences, internships, and scholarships. We want you to go. Become A-State Maine. Are you ready to go? Go.astate.edu for details. Live from the ASU TV studios in the School of Media and Journalism, this is A-State Connections. And welcome back to A-State Connections on KASU and ASU TV. We're continuing our conversation with KASU's Public Radio's Program Director, Marty Scarborough. Marty, thanks so much for your time today. Appreciate it. Glad to be here. I want to talk about the Arkansas Roots Music Festival that's mm -hmm. coming up. So you've got to tell me about, first of all, Arkansas Roots, the radio show. We talked about it a little bit in the first segment, but kind of tell us about the show and how the show originated. Well, about... Um about nine and a half years ago, we had a program that the radio station was running in the noon hour that uh, was ending. It was a, a nationally syndicated program, so we were looking for something to insert into that time slot. And uh, myself and the station manager at the time, Mike Doyle, had talked about doing some sort of a musical program in the noon hour to kind of break up all the news and talk that we had been doing mm -hmm. from five in the morning until seven at night. And we were trying to come up with, with some concept. And uh, the idea that was, was proposed was doing a, a program of nothing but Arkansas music. Uh, and at first, you know, the, the first thought was like, well, could we do a five-day-a-week, one-hour-a-day program and not just be repeating the same stuff over and over again? And we quickly found out there is such an incredible wealth of music that this state has produced dating back to the 1920s all the way up until today. And so Arkansas Roots has uh, developed from what was initially just primarily a, uh, a music program to more of a magazine type program where, yes, we do play songs in virtually all styles and genres by Arkansas-connected musicians, musicians who were born here, who lived here for a significant period of time, currently live here, uh, you know, jazz, blues, rock and roll, rockabilly, country music, you name it, we've probably played it 
on, on Arkansas roots. But beyond that, we've kind of developed also kind of covering the, the, the culture of our state, particularly the, uh, the arts endeavors that are going on, doing features about um, uh, art, art exhibitions, about uh, concerts that are happening in the state. Uh, Arkansas Roots also has in-depth features about the musicians themselves. We've got a lot of great volunteer correspondents who come onto the program and share about their unique insights into Arkansas music and the arts. Very good. So Arkansas Roots, people can check that out noon every weekday. Yes, and then from noon to three on Saturdays as well. And we've even got our own Facebook page. We encourage people if you'd like to learn a little bit more about the show and what's coming up on Sub, on upcoming episodes of Arkansas Roots, they can find Arkansas Roots on Facebook. And of course, that's at R-O-O-T-S, those kind of roots. Exactly. So let's talk about the Arkansas Roots Music Festival. Okay. This is an event uh, which in past years we've partnered with the Department of English, Philosophy, and World Languages to make the Arkansas Roots Music Festival the culminating event of their annual Delta Symposium. Mm -hmm. And this is an event that uh, that department has hosted for, I guess, about 30 years now where it's a multi-day um, uh, scholarly look at the culture of the Mississippi River Delta. And so uh, as a final event of that, uh, it's been a, a festival we're inviting in different musical acts. Uh, we've had the connection now with the Arkansas Roots radio program where the Arkansas Roots Music Festival uh, showcases live performances by many of the musicians that you've heard on the Arkansas Roots radio program. Okay, so tell us about, it previously was held in Jonesboro. Yes. Tell us about the new location this year. Well, this year we're actually bringing in another uh, entity here on campus to help make the Arkansas Roots Music Festival possible. This year we're actually also teaming up not only with the Department of English, Philosophy, and World Languages, but also with the A-State Heritage Sites, one of which is the Johnny Cash Boyhood Home in Dice. And so this year's Arkansas Roots Music Festival is actually going to be on a stage set up on the lawn in front of the historic Johnny Cash Boyhood Home. Now, this is a little different from the, the Cash Porch series uh, that was held over the summer and that they were actually playing on the front porch <laughs> right. of the Johnny Cash Boyhood home. Yeah, that, that only accommodates about two musicians. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's a tiny porch concert. Yeah, that's but, right. Um, no, yeah, this is actually this is different than the other uh, big music festivals that have been held uh, near that property in recent years. You know, the big ones where we've had uh, you know nationally known uh, country and rock musicians come out there and play. This is going to be something that's a little bit smaller, but it's going to be a, a very unique and different kind of musical event with the stage set up literally there in front of the house. Very good. So tell us about who's going to be coming and performing. Okay. We're super excited. We've got five different uh, musical acts from across the state of Arkansas. Uh, the event is on Saturday, April the 1st, and at noon that day, we're going to start off with the Casey Penn Band. Uh, Casey is an acclaimed songwriter from central Arkansas. She just released her first album for Mountain Fever Records, which is one of the biggest uh, producers of bluegrass and Americana music. She and her band play kind of that sort of style of music, bluegrass, mm -hmm. Americana, country. It's acoustic, a little bit of gospel music as well. Um, it, it's going to be a great way to kick off that concert with her and her five-piece band. Very good. Who else is going to be playing? Uh, at 1 o'clock that afternoon, we've got Rachel Ammons, who is literally a one-woman band. Uh, many people may know her from the time she spent together with Smile and Bob Lewis as part of the duo Tyrannosaurus Chicken. Okay. And, and their music was as unique as their name. Uh, well, Smile and Bob passed away a few years ago, but Rachel carries on 
And she plays this style of music that's rock and roll and it's Delta blues and it's folksy. And again, she does this with multiple instruments all by herself singing wow. and accompanying herself. So if you've never seen Rachel Ammons, Google her and watch one of her videos and you'll see what I'm talking about. And that is going to be a great show in itself. Yes. But that's not the only show. And we're not fooling about this. No, that, that, they're that's being a, on April Fool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, those are the first two acts right there in the middle of the day at 2 o'clock that afternoon. It's going to be Wiley Bigger. He's from okay. Marion down in Crittenden County. He's a young man who actually is uh, taking some classes here at Arkansas State University, uh, working toward uh, a certification in museum studies. Uh, Wiley's a young man who uh, is heavily influenced by the music of Memphis and Sun Records and those early rock and rollers and the blues musicians from in and around his hometown of Marion. He plays piano, writes his own material. Uh, I tell people he's kind of like if you take Jerry Lee Lewis and Harry Connick Jr. and Michael Buble and mix them up a little bit. You've got Wiley Bigger. That's fantastic. Yeah, so he and his band will be playing a really high-energy set that afternoon. All right, so that's at 3 o'clock. Right. Okay, so what's next? 4 o'clock, we're really excited to have another Arkansas State University student, uh, Mary Beth Bird, who will be performing with her uh, accompanying musicians there. Uh, Mary Beth made it far into one of the previous seasons of the TV competition, uh, The Voice, mm -hmm. and she's currently a con contestant on this season of American Idol. Uh, she is an extremely polished, talented, just incredible voice, sings uh, country and inspirational music, a little bit of pop, a little bit of a gospel in there. And she and her musicians are going to really bring uh, a great uh, musical moment to the Johnny Cash Boyhood Home when she plays at 4 o'clock that afternoon. Yeah, another great representative of Arkansas State University. Absolutely. And just as good a person, and we're talking about just <laughs> yeah. by way of a soul of a person yeah. as, as she is a performer. Yeah, so absolutely. That's going to be a lot of fun. So Mary Beth Bird, uh, so all you bird watchers out there who are uh, <laughs> watching her for American Idol and also that, that'll be at 4 o'clock. And then... Anything else? One more band is going to close us out. Uh, we're going to go out on a big, high, energetic, rock and roll, bluesy kind of note with the Tina Cossie Band. Uh, this is a really unique, I think, five- or six-piece group from central Arkansas. Uh, Tina is actually not a native Arkansan, but she moved to our state. She's a Mexican-American with a very powerful voice, uh, reminiscent of Janis Joplin and some of those other big blues singers from the past. Uh, she and her um, multiracial band uh, play a great style of hard blues and rock and roll. If you're a fan of like Howlin' Wolf and the Allman Brothers, uh, Bonnie Raitt, this is someone that you won't want to miss seeing either, the Tina Cossie Band. Boy, this is going to be a lot of fun yeah. there on April the 1st. And mm -hmm. so hopefully hopefully there won't be any rain. You know, no, well, you know. in, in case of rain, we will be moved indoors to the Dice Colony Circle. There's a visitor center in the administration building there that's tied into the Johnny Cash Boyhood home uh, there. So we do have a backup, in case, uh, backup location in case of rain. So people just need to show up. Right. Well, they need to get tickets first okay. uh, because not only will the, the ticket get you in the door, but it'll also get you a couple of other things there if you come that afternoon. Sure. Uh, tickets are $30. Uh, it, that's for adults. If you're 18 and under, you're admitted free. And the $30 ticket price, of course, gets you into the festival, but also gets you a tour of the Johnny Cash Boyhood Home, which typically just to go down and see that, it's $15. So you can come down, tour the home. It'll be open during the festival. There will also be some craftsmen and artisans who will be down there doing demonstrations of a variety of different um, uh, types of art. Uh, there'll be uh, food trucks down there as well. 
Uh, Native Brew Works from here in Jonesboro has donated some adult beverages, and if you're 21 and over and would like to participate there, they'll be provided for you as well for that right. $30 admission fee. So how do people get tickets for this? KASU.org slash tickets. That's KASU.org slash tickets. And another great thing about this, it's a nonprofit event as well. Any proceeds that are gained from this uh, uh, Arkansas Roots Music Festival will go back into the upkeep and maintenance of the Johnny Cash Boyhood Home. Well, that's fantastic. So KASU.org slash tickets. Right. Where you can get information for that. And that's going to be a lot of fun. That's on Saturday, the 1st of April. Yes, noon to 5 that day. All right. So uh, get your tickets, and, uh, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Before we let you run, this has been a lot of fun to be able to talk about <laughs> KASU. Anything else you'd like to add about uh, anything maybe we didn't talk about? Well, again, just make sure that people are aware that this is a local nonprofit service. We've got things that you can't hear on other radio stations, whether they're local programs like Arkansas Roots or Music from the Isles or Tradition or Mr. Rogers Rock Collection. I, I can't sure. name them all, but there's a lot of those. We also are heard around the world on a variety of streaming platforms. We've got our own KASU public media app that you can download to your phone. You can listen to us online at KASU.org. You can follow us on a variety of social media. Uh, we're on Facebook as KASU Public Radio, and uh, the Arkansas Roots Radio Program actually has its own Facebook page as well. Yep, so lots of great ways for you to be able to enjoy the, the different programming from KASU. And Marty, thank you so much for being here to tell us about it today. Hey, thanks, Jonathan. Appreciate that. Well, that'll do it for this edition of A-State Connections. I want to thank my guest, Marty Scarborough, who always does a fantastic job. I also want to thank instructor of creative media production, Galen Perkins, and his amazing students for behind the scenes running the show. Thanks to engineers Derek Herring and Clayton Holderfield for their help. And also thank you for watching. And I'll see you right here next Wednesday, 1.30, for another edition of A-State Connections. So long, everybody.